0: My name is everyone, welcome back to another Backlot Review, an official part of the Backlot Podcast Network. I am your host, Steven Saria, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Kegg. John, what's up?
1: I like that little emphasis on the, I am your host.
0: I am the host.
1: This guy's Darth Vader now.
0: Can you say what's up?
1: No, I'm not saying what's
0: up. Okay, Uh, so this is going to be a special episode The 92nd Annual Academy Awards Ceremony just aired. And it was a pretty big one, to say the least. Uh, Lots of surprises. Lots of them good. I will say myself. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that. Talking about every individual winner. And if we thought it was well-deserved. Because there are a few that I think are iffy, personally. Uh, And before we get started, John, we posted some like oscar predictions a few days before sunday i think we posted them like on thursday or friday how did you do on your predictions
1: i did okay um obviously like i mean you and i both predicted parasite winning um which i'm actually super happy about because i know nick for example like he tweeted us saying that we messed up uh picking parasite to win and um I'm actually excited that that actually won but other than that I I feel like a lot of my picks were more chosen based off what I felt and not giving a more objective view you know what I mean so I I feel like I could have probably been more accurate but I I did okay
0: yeah I think I did okay too I missed six I believe I don't know how many I
1: I missed I'd have to go back and count
0: And I'll say which ones I missed once we get to those categories. Because there really were a few that surprised me. I think a few films got snubbed in a few categories. But for the most part, I guess all the right films won, if you think about it. You can't really knock the other ones for winning. Except for one. There is one that I really disagree with. And we'll talk about that pretty soon, actually. So let's go ahead and kick off the episode. So we're kind of going to start... I don't want to say from the bottom up, but we technically are because we have a list.
1: <laughs> well, before before we, we get into that, I mentioned I wanna to mention too that we're gonna skip a few of the categories because they're uh categories that we're not super uh, you know, we there are like there are films that we didn't actually dive into, you know. For example, like the uh, short film and animated documentaries. We didn't watch all those. So I feel like if you guys yeah. giving an opinion on it, it would be irrelevant.
0: Yeah, exactly, because we haven't seen those films, so we really can't talk about it. So we're going to start with visual effects. Over here, you had nominated Avengers Endgame, The Irishman, 1917, The Lion King, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, you could kind of knock off... I mean, technically, The Lion King should be here, personally. I don't think it should have been anywhere near winning. The Irishman, I can take... Although, in my opinion, I think the CGI was kind of spotty at some points. Nah,
1: nah I don't think Irishman deserved it at all. Really? I, I, looking at, like, there, there was, like, videos on YouTube of people doing their own de-aging of, like, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and all that. And I feel like they did a better job with, like, $100 technology than these guys did with millions of dollars. Robert De Niro, like, his younger self in the movie just didn't look good it looked okay like it it didn't like it wasn't bad where I it took me out of the movie but I feel like it could have looked a lot better and it didn't look like a young, younger Robert De Niro you know what I mean
0: okay I I
1: don't know I just feel like it could have been better that's why like the rest of the list I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with
0: okay I can see that and I would I would sort of agree also because I think the visual effects in the Irishman were either good or really bad like it ranged on that scale
1: was was Robert De Niro's um, eye color from the CGI or was that contacts? Um, cause you know how like he had blue eyes in the movie, cause that was that looked a little weird at times. I don't know if it's maybe because uh, he doesn't have blue eyes naturally.
0: It wouldn't surprise me if it was CGI.
1: Yeah, so that was a one thing that kind of mm, about me, but
0: yeah. The rest so of the then, I'm cool with. so then you have Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which. Eh, I guess. And then you have 1917 and Avengers Endgame. So 1917 actually ended up winning uh, Best Visual Effects, which surprises me because I thought Avengers Endgame was going to win for two reasons. One, because I think Thanos, personally, in my opinion, is one of the best CGI film characters ever created. I think Thanos is a Marvel in motion capture and no CGI intended. yeah no pun intended I didn't even realize that and two because since this is technically the end of the first phase of the MCU I thought this was going to be kind of like a like a participation trophy like hey here you go like yeah here, I agree here's your award.
1: I thought they would have gave that to them like as a an acknowledgement you know what I mean for their accomplishments of, yeah exactly they've done a lot 100%. you can hate yeah, you absolutely. can hate Marvel but they've done a lot
0: yeah absolutely And then 1917 ended up winning, and I was pretty surprised, because, I mean, yeah, they had some good visual effects, but there were none really that jumped out to me, and really, you know, left an impression. Because if you would have told me that everything was practically done in this film, I would have believed you 100%. Obviously, that's not the case, because, you know, the film was filmed as if it were in one take, and, you know... getting all those practical effects to line up perfectly is a pain in the ass, but I, I don't know. It was just surprising. I really thought Avengers Endgame was going to take this one, and I had it predicted. Um, I really did think Avengers Endgame was going to win this. So that I, was one that kind of knocked me off.
1: Yeah, I had predicted that Star Wars was going to win because I actually thought that um, Star Wars visual effect... I, I, that's probably every Star Wars movie, honestly. Um from from the time that they're released, they're always they've always been like ahead of the time. Now, if you go back and watch the prequels, they don't look as good as they do today. But you know, technology. I mean, I still not- think
0: they ho- I still think they hold up surprisingly well, though.
1: Yeah, they do. They do hold up well. Um, it's just like if you compare it to to the sequels, I just the visual effects have just gotten so much better. And I, I picked Star Wars because I'm I kind of just go back to like thinking about the world building that they do in that movie, and, and the scene that kind of strikes the, or or that just comes to memory is. The scene where Rey and Kylo Ren are fighting with the on the water planet or whatever and like that was all or most of it was was CGI and like that looked incredible at least to me um obviously the lightsabers everything the ships all that stuff I thought looked incredible that's why I thought Star Wars was going to take it and I also kind of going back to what you said about Avengers I thought they would have given it to Star Wars as a participation trophy as well um being that it was the conclusion of the Skywalker saga but uh, nope that was not the case
0: well whatever I'm glad Lion King didn't win yeah I mean Lion (laughs) King's
1: special I mean their effects looked good but I just I think the movie's so shit that I just like I can't see it winning in an (laughs) award
0: same I mean hey Suicide Squad is an Oscar winning film
1: that's true you gotta give respect to where respect is due
0: no I will never respect Suicide Squad (laughs) alright so then we have costume design and in this you had nominated the Irishman Jojo Rabbit Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I think it's safe to say that the right film won. Yes. Uh, Little Women took this. Um, Jacqueline Duran did an excellent job uh, with the designs of all the costumes. But I really don't think this surprises anyone. I think this was the clear winner <laughs> for this. Yeah, 100%. Like, no disrespect to Once Upon a Time and and Jojo Rabbit and The Irishman, but the costumes in Little Women were were out of this world
1: yeah see like i messed up when i when i did my predictions because i had predicted uh once upon a time winning which the costume design of that movie is fantastic but i didn't see really much of anything of little woman which i still haven't seen the movie but i've i've you know learned and seen a lot more in the past week or two um so once i saw the costume design and everything that 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 came about with that movie i was like shit that's probably gonna win and uh i'm not surprised i think i think it deserves it
0: yeah absolutely so that was costume design, you had little women here. You had makeup and hair, in which was nominated Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. Now this one actually got me. Partly because I have not seen Bombshell yet. And I voted for Maleficent Mistress of Evil. Me too. I guess because like all I could think of while doing these votes was Angelina Jolie's face. She looked fantastic. Um, she did look fantastic in that. Everyone, for the most part, looked really good in that movie. Um, and that's part of the reason why I voted for it. So I was pretty surprised when Bombshell win, but I'm not surprised at the same time because everyone looks really fucking good in that movie. But, um, yeah, th- this one threw me for a loop. I guess because I hadn't seen Bombshell, I went for Maleficent. But, you know, I'm not going to vote for you know a movie I hadn't seen. You know, I'd rather go and stick with my guns.
1: I agree. I think uh, Bombshell and Maleficent being like I, they're probably like the two top candidates for this uh, for this yeah, award.
0: I don't think Joker, Judy, or 1917. It, if you had to pick a third, I would
1: maybe say Judy. Um, but even then, I, but I then, just, I think but then about- again,
0: um, you know, Peter, he's a, a guest on the show. Sometimes for those of you who know, he brought up a good point during the Oscars. Has anyone in the world fucking seen Judy? <laughs> like no i feel like no one has seen that movie i have not spoken to a single person who has seen judy
1: bro what's what's crazy is like i mean this this probably just shows you how shitty of a film fan i guess you could say i am i didn't really know about judy until like a few weeks before the oscars i was like because when I'm, i think when the nominations were released i was like what the hell is judy <laughs>
0: You didn't know it was about Judy Garland.
1: Nope, I had no, I had no idea this movie was a thing.
0: <laughs> but even then, I feel like like the general public hadn't heard of this movie until like Renee Zellweger won, and they were like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: Yeah, now this movie's gonna get a little bit of hype.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll see because um, I forgot who it was that told me, but it's not very good apparently.
1: Yeah, I've heard the movie is is, is super average, but her performance. In the movie is incredible. It's kind of it kind of goes back to how you your feelings with the Joker. Like you don't like the movie, but you love or you like you were can like respect Joaquin's uh, role.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good. So you had a bombshell that won makeup and hair. And we had original song, which I think realistically there were only two that could have taken this. So you have I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story 4. I'm gonna love me again. From Rocketman I'm Standing With You From Breakthrough Into The Unknown From Frozen 2 And Stand Up From Harriet Now Personally I had never heard The Harriet song Until they performed it live At the Oscars And that shit was Absolutely incredible Yes it was. It is a fantastic song
1: Great performance
0: Yeah 100% But I don't think it matched The hype that I'm Gonna Love Me Again And Into The Unknown had And I was watching the Oscars with a group of people. I think there was probably like about 10 of us. And I think out of us 10, I think only like two or three of us thought Rocketman was going to win. Me included. And I'm glad that it did. I think I'm Gonna Love Me Again is a great song. Yes. I think Into the Unknown is good, but it tries a little too hard to be Let It Go. Hmm. And it, it doesn't quite have the power that Let It Go has. And I don't think it comes near to Let It Go as being, like, as culturally relevant. Because, I mean, bro, Let It Go is fucking everywhere when that song came out. Bro, Into you, the Unknown... you don't even have
1: to have seen Frozen to, like, know the lyrics to uh, Let It Go.
0: Yeah, and, that song is, and, and Let It Go is really good. I know we talk about, like, our top five, like, Disney songs. I don't know if I would put it there. But if I think you it's were to 10. put it there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in the top ten for sure. Probably closer to five than it is to ten, but if you were to put it in the five, like I don't think I could fault you for putting it in the five because it, it it's. I think it's become one of those timeless Disney songs.
1: Yeah, I 100 agree. I um, I so when I was picking when I was doing my predictions for this uh, category, my heart was telling me into the unknown. But my brain was telling me I'm gonna love me again, and I went with my heart and chose into the unknown because I just thought that the Oscars. This was really? Yeah, I I I had a gut feeling that I'm gonna love me again was gonna win because I, I think that song is fantastic. Obviously, Elton John is a musical genius. Um,
0: we love King Elton on this podcast, Elton. Oh, if you're listening to us, I love you. Yes, seriously, he's, he's I fucking love you. <laughs>
1: um, so I thought the academy was gonna change it up a little bit and, and give the award to into the unknown give it a frozen too. Frozen's a very popular franchise i it was it's again going back to what you said earlier i think it was gonna just be like an acknowledgement of of what they've done and i think this is the only award that frozen was up for um so i i, I, I that was just part of the reason why i was like okay i think they're gonna just give this one to into the unknown but i am very happy that elton john uh or i'm gonna love me again won that award because it's super well deserved
0: yeah, that is a great song. Then, so, as we go up, kind of on a similar musical path, we had Original Score. You had Joker by Hildur Guðnadóttir. I know I mispronounced that, but... Uh, Little Women by Alexandre Desplat. Marriage Story by Randy Newman. 1917 by Thomas Newman. And The Rise of Skywalker by John Williams. Now, I think realistically
1: well hold on my bad i want to pause you real quick i one thing i want to bring up like before we we go into this is that i could speak on both me and steven's like behalf where we are both super into sc- like we're, we're, both, we're both really like hardcore score fans or, or soundtrack fans oh, of movies yeah. like i i will as corny as it sounds like i used to get like my friends used to make fun of me growing up because i used to love listening to the score of all these different kinds of films and um I know Steven's the same way that loves listening to scores of films. So this is like a category I feel like that we're like, we're not music experts whatsoever. Not at all. But when it comes to score, like you, I feel like we, we kind of, you know, we know our shit, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like I share a a Spotify with, (laughs) you know, I share Spotify with Anthony, who's, who's a friend of ours and he gets mad as fuck at the end of every year because like our top 10 lists, like always have my movie scores on them. And he's like, bro, this like dilutes, you know, like the real the real data of what we listen to. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, Bad so Bunny I comes up, so. and
1: then John Williams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bro, literally, um, that's so funny. So now, for original score, personally, myself, I think Marriage Story had okay. Marriage Story was my favorite score of the year. However, I wouldn't have been surprised if The Rise of Skywalker won this award uh, for the same reason that I said Avengers Endgame was going to win for visual effects. That's kind of like a participation trophy, like, you know, whatever. This is the end. This is John Williams' last scores for a Star Wars film. Here you go type of thing.
1: Yeah, I, I thought the same thing.
0: But I think uh, Joker, which won, was well-deserved. I think um, Hildur did a fantastic job, and I think that Joker score is going to become iconic. As well with that bathroom scene, I think um, I think that's very important for film winning original score. I think you need to have at least one scene that becomes visually iconic with your score. That kind of sort of captures you know the culture of the time, and I think Joker did that, and I think um, that's part of the reason why I won. Uh, now Hild-
1: oh no, my bad, my bad.
0: Um, now Hildur did a great job. Have you seen Chernobyl?
1: Yes, I love that. She also
0: does a score for Chernobyl. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I didn't, but I mean, I'm not surprised because Chernobyl is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um. So I think I, I think this award was pretty well deserved. You know.
1: What I wanted to say was, um. I did have Joker winning also. Yeah, I think I had no. I had, I had. I think Star Wars winning, but I'm happy that actually. Wait, let me check. I have it right here, because.
0: Let's see. Yeah. You no, know, you had Joker winning.
1: Okay, I had Joker winning. I um
0: I I want I I would have been happy
1: with Joker 1917 or Star Wars or Marriage Story I like Marriage Stories a lot um but I wanted to I, I think Joker definitely deserved it though I I think this this lady composed her ass off um but a little fun fact that I want to bring up which I don't know if you do this um but the bathroom scene in the Joker uh the school the, the, I don't know the name of the track from the uh, soundtrack um but that entire you know track I think it's that, called
0: bathroom scene. Is it? No, I'm kidding.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um <laughs> but that entire score for that scene alone was she she scored that before. She sent them over the clip or the audio, you know, so they can kind of visualize some of these scenes with the with the score. And I think Joaquin Phoenix like listens to that shit on a repeat and, and you know just kinda of, like dances. He to it did the dance bit.
0: like he did the dance in his trailer. Yeah, Todd Phillips like, 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 saw him in hit. the window. He was like, yo, we need to add this shit.
1: <laughs> or, or, no, you know what it was, bro? Joaquin went to go take a shit. And Todd Phillips was in there with a the camera. He was <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> we got some good stuff here.
0: Um, So that was the original score. And you had production design. So you had The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Now, I think all of these are worthy nominees. But I do think the right film won. And that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think you could give the edge to 1917. And I know a lot of people certainly do think 1917 was robbed.
1: Yeah, I I, I chose 1917. But I'm happy with Once Upon a
0: Time. Um, I just think Once Upon a Time did a better job of recreating this 1968 era Hollywood in America. Because they literally had to rebuild streets and build sets from the ground up to match that time frame, make it as accurate as possible to how it was in the real world. And I think it came out great. I think, pers- I think really it was the best uh, production design of all of them. However, I think uh, 1917 and Parasite come close. But I'm glad Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. I'm glad uh, I-, I love this film. I know it wasn't going to take home a lot of the heavy, like a lot of the big time awards. So I'm glad it got representation for its fantastic production design. But I think if 1917 would have come out like last year, I think it would have won.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I had picked 1917. Now, I knew that when they filmed Once Upon a Time, I know they went crazy with the production design. But I didn't know the scale of it until uh, they showed the nominees and the actual Oscars itself, and they showed the clips of the, of of uh, Once Upon a Time. I was it, it, it was mind blowing how big of a set that they completely rebuilt that shows like the nineteen sixties uh, Hollywood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why like once I saw that I was like okay this this I'm happy with this like I, I knew it was good but I didn't know it was that good.
0: Hmm. okay so that was production design and now before we get into sound mixing and sound editing I want to take a second and kind of explain the differences between the two for those of you who don't know because I got asked this question a lot during um, the Oscar party that I was at and I still think there's a lot of confusion shut the fuck up (laughs)
1: Everyone's listening to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and I still think there is a lot of confusion between, you know, amongst the general audience. Uh, you know, those of you who, who really don't know the difference between the two, they're like, "Okay, what the fuck? Why are these two different things?" So, sound editing is. Sound editors are the people who go out and take the audio clips that they're going to use for the final film. If that makes sense. So that is the person responsible for selecting and assembling whatever sound recordings and whatever audio clips that they want for the final film. And then sound mixing is the mastering of all those recordings. All right, that makes sense. Are you still, are you still confused? No, I get it. Okay. So for sound editing you had Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and The Rise of Skywalker. For sound mixing, you had Ad Astra, Ford vs. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In my opinion, I think Ford vs. Ferrari should have won both of these. However, it only won sound editing, while 1917 won sound mixing. Which I can kind of see why they would give the edge to 1917. Um, but really, I think they just kind of gave it to it because it was loud and had gunshots and explosions. But I think the sound mixing in Ford versus Ferrari was something really special. I think it does a great job of really bringing to life the sounds of these cars and the sound of the engines and, and, and the tires and the crashes. It felt like you were really at this racetrack, like right next to these cars and, and, and watching them with your own eyes and I, I never
1: saw it man i regret not seeing this in the theaters
0: you still haven't seen i thought you watched it with us
1: no man i, I didn't go that though you know what i might do bro like I, I don't know if it's out right now on um on demand or anything like that but if it is because my uncle has a pretty crazy not crazy but a really really good sound system uh in our downstairs tv so maybe one one of these days i'm gonna blast the volume and watch it
0: yeah i, I think you should definitely watch this film like on the loudest sound system possible but man i was i was really bummed when when ford versus ferrari lost sound mixing i I mean personally i had it winning both but i truthfully think it should have won mixing and and, and to me personally i think this is the biggest upset of the night where yeah in the sense that i don't think the best film won i think the sound mixing in ford versus ferrari is much better than it is in 1917 and that that that's the the upset that I was talking about before you know we actually started this episode. Yeah, that I I really did think. Uh, for, uh, Ford vs. Ferrari was going to win this. I think Ford versus Ferrari should have left with three Oscars, hmm. which is kind of surprising to say.
1: And a lot of people didn't like. I mean, at least a lot of people that we know personally didn't. I mean, like this JP,
0: movie. your frequent guest uh, guest of the show, JP hates Ford vs. Ferrari. He hates that movie. So it was pretty divisive amongst the Oscar crowd. Interesting. So there you had sound editing and sound mixing. Now, you go up to film editing. And you have, again, Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. And Parasite. Now, Ford versus Ferrari ended up winning this. But I think you could put this, depending on who you talk to... As one of those, um, like, I, like in the sense that like, I don't think the best film won sections. Personally, I think Parasite was going to win. But I do think Ford vs. Ferrari was pretty well edited. I know a lot of people disagree. However, I do still think Parasite should have won. We're
1: big fans of Parasite.
0: Oh, yeah. You'll definitely see that as the... Episode, episode keeps going. We are big fans of Parasite. <laughs> so do you have anything to say about the editing? I mean, I guess it's better than fucking Bohemian Rhapsody winning last year, which oh was my God. which which had genuinely awful editing. There was like a That's clip circulating editing. on Twitter. You know which one I'm talking about, right?
1: Yes. That that entire scene of them eating lunch or whatever, meeting uh what's his name? The manager. I, I don't know his name. <laughs> Anyways, middle uh, Littlefinger? Is- Yes, Littlefinger. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Wait, where's Littlefinger from? I don't know. I think it's from a book, right?
0: Oh yeah, the Song of Ice and Fire books. Yes, like, yes. he's what I pictured Littlefinger would look like if they ever made like a TV show.
1: Yeah, I think he'd be a great, a great cast. um mm-hmm. What's it called? Yeah, no, that entire scene is, is is so so bad. And I went and watched the movie again the other day, and like no like because the thing is i didn't realize it when i was watching it in theaters and then when i rewatched that entire scene i was like holy shit so when i went to watch it the other day like the entire film from start to finish i was taken it back by how bad the editing is and i am extremely shocked that it won an uh, an award for that
0: like if i had to honestly say i think i would put bohemian rhapsody in my top five most hated films of all time <laughs> what else is in there suicide squad oh yeah um and then i don't know what i would have to really think about what other films but those are definitely one and two yeah
1: totally um so the editing of that movie is just as a film fan like a lot of people that that watch movies just casually which is you know like 90 percent of the audience for these movies um they won't notice those little things but god it's so bad it's so yep. bad.
0: Yep. So that was film editing. Ford vs. Ferrari took that. So as you go up, you have Best Foreign Language Film. You had Corpus Christi by Jan Komasa. Honeyland by Tamara Kotevska and Luzhbo Stefanov. Le Miserable by Laj Lee. Pain and Glory by Pedro Almadoval. And Parasite by Bong joon Ho. No surprise here. Parasite won.
1: Yeah, no, no. There's no debate.
0: Like, they shouldn't... Like, they should have just... Walked up, said, Hey, this is best foreign language film. Bong Joon-ho, just come up here. Yeah. They shouldn't uh, have even <laughs> announced all the nominees. And totally that's agree. no disrespect to... The other films here. It's just... You know, I think Parasite is one of the best films of the decade. So... <laughs> mm-hmm. That speaks for itself. So as you go up, you have Cinematography. You had The Irishman. Joker. The Lighthouse. Which, I'm so upset, was its only nomination. Same. 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Again, no surprise here. I think, as much as I love The Lighthouse, I think the right film won. I agree. This is Roger Deakins' second win in 15 nominations. Jesus. Just take that. And, And he only won, like, two years ago. That was his first win, so he had... What thirteen nominations at that what, point? I think what that did was he two years ago. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty
1: nine. Oh, okay, much deserved.
0: Which is yeah, which is also much deserved, but I don't think there was any debate. Well, I have a into question into this for category.
1: you. So pretend nineteen seventeen doesn't exist. Do you think the Lighthouse would be able to take it? Yes. I I I think the cinematography for the Lighthouse in nineteen seventeen are. I don't want to. I guess you could say like a league of their own because they both just do completely different and incredible things um, compared to Once Upon a Time, Joker, and Irishman. I don't even know why Joker's up there, but um, but yeah, I, I think I think to, I, like I'm I'm so, like what you said. I'm so mad that the Lighthouse only has this nomination, but I'm glad like, I got. Willem Dafoe should have at
0: least been nominated. Come on.
1: Yes, I agree. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm 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 happy. I'm totally happy. 1917 won. I mean, if you've seen the movie, the cinematography is mind blowing, and that that that's what makes the entire movie. And um, so I'm I'm super satisfied with Roger Deakins winning that. But damn, bro, I I kind of wanted to win here for the Lighthouse. I, I was kind of rooting for the Lighthouse. It's like an underdog.
0: Oh yeah, me too, me too. But I think if you take out 1917 and replace it with like, I don't know, Ad Astra or, um marriage story or little women or any of those other films i think the lighthouse has a genuine shot of winning but even then i don't know because it's it's kind of like one of those like outside films that the oscar kind of shuns that you know like they that the the academy members wouldn't really vote for because it's just like kind of too out there yeah but i think from a from like a deserving standpoint i think the lighthouse definitely should have at least I'm glad it got nominated. You know what? Let's just go there. I'm just glad it was nominated and at least got some representation because it is a fucking good film. So that's cinematography. Now as we move up, we have Best Original Screenplay. So we have Knives Out, written by Ryan Johnson. Marriage Story, written by Noah Baumbach. 1917, written by Sam Mendes and Christy wilson Carnes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Written by Quentin Tarantino and Parasite, written by Bong Joon Ho and Jin Wan Han. Now, I voted for Parasite. Parasite won the award, but I would not have been surprised if they gave this to Ryan Johnson
1: I think or they, Quentin I, Tarantino. I think they should have gave it to Ryan Johnson. I, I love Parasite, and it, it like I'm very conflicted when it comes to this uh, category because, like, I really, really love Parasite, but Knives Out was like such an original whodunit and i I feel like we haven't really seen any good whodunit movies in such a long time and uh he has something new and fresh for that category that's why i was was really rooting for ryan johnson for this category
0: i mean once upon a time was gaining some heavy traction for this particular category in the last couple weeks where a lot of you know big film sites and and um big film people in the industry uh, had this basically penned as the winner for this category, so I think *Parasite* winning kind of surprised a lot of people, but I think it I think it was well deserved. I think realistically it could have gone to any of those three films, and I think people would have been happy. But um, I'm glad that they gave it to the foreign film, honestly.
1: Yeah, give let's give more credit to, to some of these foreign films, man. There's a lot of really
0: really good foreign films out there that people don't realize. Um, uh, I don't I don't think people realize that. Um, South Korean film industry right now is arguably the second best film industry in the world behind America. I think, uh, people really need to give that another chance.
1: I agree. There's there's another South Korean movie that I believe, I believe it's South Korean. I I, I could be wrong. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is, but that came out this year and I forget the name of it, but that I put it on my watch. Yeah, I think it is a farewell. I, I heard it's fantastic.
0: Um, I know this was, it was pretty much snubbed at the Oscars. I know a lot of people were have said about that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one that... I Not I nominated very, for a single good. thing.
0: So, that was Best Original Screenplay. As we go up, you have Best Adapted Screenplay. And now, let me clear up some confusion because... Uh, just in case there are people who are confused about the difference between original and adapted. Adapted Screenplay is a film... Taken from, you know, a graphic novel or a book, or or another movie uh, or real another movie or like real life events. Those are adapted screenplays. So in this, you had The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and the Two Popes. So you had Jojo Rabbit written by Taika Waititi winning this film, and I was pretty surprised. As much as I love Jojo Rabbit, as much as I love Taika, um, I'm a little surprised Greta Gerwig didn't win for Little Women. If I have to be completely honest, I really thought Little Women was going to take home this award.
1: I'm happy Jojo. I, I, I mean, I haven't seen Little Women, but I, I'm happy that Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit won. I think Taika can really ride his ass off, and I think that movie is different. It's funny. It's sad. It 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 mixes your feelings up a little bit, and I think every movie that's come out this year hasn't given me an emotional response that or reaction that Jojo Rabbit has. You know what I mean? That's why I'm I'm very happy with this choice. Another one that I actually thought could have won and I would have been very happy with it winning too is The Two Popes. I don't know if you've saw, seen that movie, but it's really good.
0: Uh, I actually haven't seen The Two Popes yet. But um, personally, I really thought it was it was going to be Little Women all the way. I had that pandas as the winner. However, I am happy for Jojo Rabbit and I'm happy for Taika Waititi. I love that film. Is this his first ocker? Yes, I believe this is his first (laughs) ocker.
1: I had like a... Thought I wouldn't catch that, bitch.
0: I just took a swig
1: of water and I had like a literally like a tiny amount of water in the bottom of my tongue. So I was talking (laughs) while trying to like (laughs) to swallow the water and uh, this guy caught it, man.
0: So, that was Best Adapted Screenplay. Now you have um, Animated Feature Film. You have How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4.
1: This was a very controversial category. Like, a lot and- of people had different opinions on, on diff- or different, um, you know, winners.
0: I, yeah, but you can make the case that every single one of these films is is deserving because every single one of these films is good. Yes, like the 100%. How to Train Your Dragon trilogy is probably the most underrated film trilogy. Oh, ever of like recent times, yeah, maybe yeah. Even it's ever so good. It's so. Those good. films are really, really good. Um, I know a lot of people had claws and Missing Link as as winners for this, but I think people underestimate the power of Pixar and, and Toy Story. And I think because it's Toy Story four and no one really wanted it, I think people overlook it. But Toy Story four is a genuinely great movie.
1: Oh, it's in my if I put it like in my top fifteen, or I might even be my top ten of twenty nineteen. I don't remember, but it, very, it, very, very good.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a genuinely great film. I just think people were were upset with Disney and Pixar winning yet another animated feature film award.
1: People hate to see Disney win.
0: Uh, especially in this one but and I kind of agree with them because a lot of times a lot of genuinely great feature films are overlooked mm-hmm. or animated films are overlooked because of Disney in this mm-hmm. so I think you could make the case that *Claws* and Missing Link particularly should have won especially since Missing Link won the Golden Globes and it got a lot of hype from that however I think Toy Story 4 personally had just a good chance of winning as, as the other two films so I I'm think, not really too um, upset about it.
1: I, I I had predicted Klaus to win. Um, I had predicted I walked, Missing Link. Yeah, I, I thought Klaus was going to win. I've seen the movie. I thought it was really good. The animation does something different than what we're used to. I, I'm not going to sit here and try to get into it because I'm going to sound like an idiot. Bab- just, you know, babbling on about nothing like something that I'm not, you know, an expert on. But if you are interested, I would definitely YouTube Klaus's. Just having, like, Klaus animation or something like along those lines, you know, keywords, and you'll find all these different YouTube videos of like the behind the scenes of of the you know production and development of the animation for this movie, and they do a lot of things that Pixar doesn't really do that you know, all these animation companies just don't do. So I'm I'm I was surprised that Toy Story won, but I am happy that it did. But I, I kind of wanted to see Klaus win that. You know what I mean? Like they did something that a lot of like a lot of animation companies uh, don't do necessarily. When it, like they just they, it was something different. That, that's what I that's what I honestly just appreciated. It was a very different movie, but it was good. But Toy Story I, I thought you know deserved it as well. And I don't know if you've been on um on uh, Disney Plus recently, but like like literally like an hour after the Oscars ended, I went on Disney Plus. And they have like the whole entire banner at the top, and I just I just see Toy Story Four there, and it says Academy Award winning Toy Story Four. And I'm like, dude, they updated this shit so fast,
0: <laughs> like literally an hour after. I have to take a look at that. Yeah. So that's animated feature film. As you move up, you have director, and in this you have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for The Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917. Quentin Tarantino for *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*, and Bong Joon-ho for *Parasite*. Now, before we say anything else, I think we need to—we should have gotten Todd Phillips way the fuck out of here, way the fuck out of this nomination. Put in Greta Gerwig for *Little Women*, or put in Taika Waititi for *Jojo Rabbit*, or anyone else besides Todd Phillips for *Joker*. I'm just you gonna know, I was
1: and- um, I was talking about this with Brianna the other day. And she thinks and I totally agree with her. She thinks that they should have taken out Todd Phillips and put in Mariel Heller. I, I I could have mispronounced that. She's the one that did A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood.
0: Really? I think Greta Gerwig should have gotten the nomination over Or Greta
1: Gerwig, yes. 100%. I think
0: Greta definitely should have gotten the nomination over Todd Phillips. It, it was
1: a big controversy, this this uh this this, this Oscar's not having any Female director nominees, which I, I don't want to say it was a super strong year for female directors, but there were some pretty good movies out there. Little Woman, Once Upon, uh, the f- Beautiful Day, The Day Farewell, Paradise, The Farewell Boy. was uh, directed by Lulu Wang. Yeah. Honey
0: Boy is another one.
1: A lot, of, like there are some good movies. That I I definitely should have got some recognition.
0: Absolutely, um, I, and I think out of all of them, well, I mean, I've only seen Little Women, but I think Little Women should have absolutely. Well, you saw A Beautiful Day. Oh, but, yeah, and A Beautiful Day. But I think Little Women is stronger than A Beautiful Day.
1: Yeah, but th- that was, like, a, a thing, though, because I was... Uh, Joker's getting so overhyped, and, and I know you like to, to clown me because I gave it a 5 out of 5 no <laughs> when I intended. walked out. Yeah, that's actually... No pun intended at all. Um, I saw the movie again. I, I, I think I've stated this on on another episode, but I saw the movie again after I saw it. Because when I fr- walked out of it for the first time, I was like, wow, great movie. I loved it. Then I rewatched it and I was like, okay, this movie's definitely not as good as I thought it was. Like the first two acts are so drawn out and slow and, and I don't know, there's just a lot of complaints I have about that movie. So I definitely don't think, while I do like the movie. I don't think that Todd Phillips deserves to be on this list along with these incredible filmmakers.
0: Um, but I'm not too upset because Bong Joon-ho won for Parasite. How upset oh. would you
1: have been if Joker won though? Or if Todd Phillips won,
0: oh my god, I would have been fucking seething, bro. A lot of, of people
1: o- were literally complaining, like on Twitter, like if Todd Phillips wins this award, I'm never watching the Oscars ever again.
0: I'm pretty sure I tweeted that.
1: You could have, but I, I saw like a bunch of people like say. The I know same I tweeted something the, to RL that extent. I'm gonna lines. go.
0: I'm gonna go back to my profile and see what exactly it was that I tweeted because I tweeted something very similar to what you just said.
1: Yeah, a lot. A lot of people we're hating on on Joker for I don't want to say for good reason. I mean, you know, film is 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 can be people have different opinions and you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I I mean, I th- I think a lot of people can agree Todd Phillips does not deserve to be on this list. And Okay, um, so I
0: tweeted I tweeted if Todd Phillips wins best director for a Scorsese karaoke, I'm never watching the Oscars again.
1: It honestly is. Like, that's actually the best way to put it. It really it's is a Scorsese yes,
0: it's karaoke. It's a Scorsese cosplay. It's a Taxi Driver cosplay.
1: It's ta- it's literally, because when I, when I walked out of the movie, I, I told everyone that was there, I'm like, this movie, honestly, just, it really reminds me of Taxi Driver and um, King of Comedy. Like, had a baby, and you yeah, added a clown.
0: <laughs> yeah. But whatever, the the right film won. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I'm happy he won. I'll um, hail King Bong. <laughs> So as we go up, you go up to Best Supporting Actress. You have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, which I still haven't seen. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh, or Puh, how do you pronounce her name?
1: Pugh, Pooh. Pooh. I don't know.
0: Is it Pugh? It might be Pugh. Florence Pugh, be Pugh for Little Women. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Now, I had Laura Dern penned as the winner. And Same. of course, she ended up winning. She had a lot of hype coming into this.
1: She was great, great in Mayor's Story*. I, 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 if I was, if I had to pick a, a second, it, it'd probably been, a, probably have been Scarlett Johansson and Jojo Rabbit.
0: Um, really, I would have gone with uh, Florence Pugh for *Little Women*. Well, I haven't, although seen I it, think so. Scarlett Johansson was great in *Jojo Rabbit*.
1: She was. I, I thought she was awesome. I, I, I love every scene that she's in in that movie.
0: So, uh, Laura Dern won Best Supporting Actress, well deserved. So, as we go up, we have Supporting Actor. We had we're, Tom we're Hanks. big fans of marriage story we are very big fans of marriage story
1: I, I think that's a fantastic movie
0: that's why we're big fans of it
1: i know i told my parents to watch it because my like my dad likes to randomly text me like hey what's a good movie your mom and i can watch and uh <laughs> <laughs> i'll like shoot them a random movie so i was like you know what let me let me let me suggest marriage story so i told him to watch that I'm like it's on netflix um watch like the first 20 minutes of it before you you know before you, you you know get bored of it or whatever. He literally texts me like four minutes after. and goes, we just watched like the first four minutes of it and we're not feeling it. I'm like, oh my God, bro.
0: You should send them a human centipede next time. <laughs> yeah, I think I will. <laughs> so, after that you have Best Supporting Actor. So, here you had Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Which was sadly A Beautiful Day's only nomination. It's a great film. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: That's a strong list.
0: It is a strong list. However, I think you could take out Anthony Hopkins and put in Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse. Dude,
1: okay, I I agree with that. You could definitely sub in Willem Dafoe, but Anthony Hopkins was amazing in that, in The Two Popes. But I, I do love me some Willem Dafoe.
0: Um, I think Willem Dafoe, if, I think if Defoe is in here, he has an outside chance of coming in as an underdog and, and taking this award though.
1: But is he the supporting actor for that movie? Absolutely. So you you would say Robert Pattinson had the lead role?
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So Brad Pitt ended up winning this for no a long time in Hollywood. Um, no surprise here. Well deserved. He was pretty much the front runner. He had all the hype coming in. He was winning every single award for supporting an actor before this. So, you know, really no surprise. So, once to go past this, you had lead uh lead actress. You had Cynthia arrivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, you had Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renée Zellweger for Judy. Now, personally, I thought Saoirse Ronan was going to win this for Little Women. But Renee Zellweger did have a lot of hype coming into this for her roles as Judy, um, in Judy.
1: That's the only so, thing that Judy was known for.
0: Pretty much, no, literally. And I guess it's a uh, makeup. Was it makeup and hairstyling that it was? Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, makeup and hairstyling that it was also nominated for. Mm-hmm. But Renee Zellweger did have a lot of hype coming into this for this film. So I'm not really surprised that she won, although I do wish Sourcey Ronan won because I think she had a a stronger performance personally. I don't know what you think. Who'd you have pinned for winning this? I think you had Scarlet, no?
1: Yeah, I had Scarlet.
0: I think at the time Marriage Story came out, I think Scarlet had a real good chance, though.
1: Yes, totally. She When did that movie come out? Like, October? Um,
0: No, Marriage Story? I think it came out in November
1: okay i mean i i i did like when i when i watched the movie my first reaction to it was i really hope adam driver and scarlett johansson win something for this movie and then i thought about it and i was like adam is not gonna win against walking phoenix um but i do hope scarlett johansson wins and she didn't but i'm happy she was nominated i think she did fantastic um renee zellweger winning i mean i i heard she you know did fantastic but, like, it goes back to what we said in the beginning of the podcast. No one has seen this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, I think It was... Uh, Peter sent that message to literally when Renee Zellweger won. And he was like, bro, who the fuck has seen this movie? Like, how does she know she was good? I feel like,
1: I feel like if I go on Letterboxd right now, like, not one person I follow has seen it.
0: Oh, yeah. Pretty much. And I follow literally, like, 2,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine um, you follow
1: 2,000 people and not one person on that list has seen the movie?
0: I'm actually going to go ahead and... I- I'm literally checking that right now.
1: I'm checking it right now, too. Because I'm very curious. Okay, never mind. I follow four people who have seen it. All right, t- actually... Dude, this guy- I literally
0: have five people who have seen this film. So, five out of 2,000... Okay, not 2,000. I'll tell you exactly how many people I follow.
1: No, I think you follow 2,000-something people.
0: No, I follow... Oh, yeah, 2,652.
1: So, 2,600 people and only five of them have seen... Judy,
0: <laughs> but now I'm not knocking Judy. I'm not knocking Renee Zellweger's performance. I'm sure she was great. She's a great actress. Um, we're just making a joke. <laughs> Are so we that though? was what? Are we though? Yes. This is a professional podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that was lead actress. Now we have lead actor. We have Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Now, I was rooting for Adam Driver, although I know he had no shot in winning this. Everyone knew who it was going to. Everyone knew it was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And that's who it ended up going to. And honestly, for as much as I dislike Joker, I think it, this was incredibly well-deserved. I think Joaquin Phoenix gives a hell of a performance. I think he had, honestly, a very touching um, acceptance speech with uh, River Phoenix, a tribute over at the end. Yeah. I think this is to the surprise of nobody. Everyone and their mother knew who that he was going to win this. I- I'm,
1: I'm very happy he won. He totally deserves it. I-, I don't think he's ever won a movie for a lead actor, has he? Uh,
0: no, this is his first Oscar, and he has been in some fucking... He's turned in some great performances.
1: Yeah. Super well deserved, man. I'm I'm very happy for Joaquin.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um this, yeah, is, a, this is a
1: big win for uh for DC Twitter, because now we're not gonna hear the end of it for the next two years.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Or at least until like the next Oscar when people compare his performance for some reason to whoever it is who wins next year. Um <laughs> so whatever, that's best uh lead actor, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And now we go to the big boy. So now we get to best picture. In which... We had Ford vs. Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Marriage Story. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite nominated. Now... I think we can safely say that the best film won. Yep. I think this is one of those rare years. I think the last time was 2017 when Moonlight won the Oscar. When the best movie actually won. I think they really dropped the ball. Especially last year when they fucking Green Book won. Remember how pissed people were about that. Yeah. I think Parasite has caught a lot of people by surprise. Best surprise. I think a lot of people really thought Joker was going to win for some reason. A lot of people had Once Upon a Time. I know 1917 was arguably the frontrunner to win this.
1: I totally thought 1917 would win.
0: Um, I thought so too, but well, I had Parasite. My, okay, like,
1: yeah, I predicted Parasite because I was like, this is like this is probably the best movie on this list. And I'm going to just hope that the Academy votes You know, with that in mind. Um... And not just because you know a lot of people give it shit. There's people like there's actually people out there giving this movie shit because they have to read subtitles.
0: Yeah, those people shouldn't be watching movies. One hundred percent. They're missing out on on so many good foreign films.
1: But um, I'm happy that I would have been satisfied if Parasite nineteen seventeen Marriage Story would have won. But like I'm v- like extra like happy that Parasite won. Super so- super well deserved man.
0: So I was watching this um, with a room full of people who were rooting for the Joker to win this. Oh, no. And all of them knew how much I disliked Joker. So I was literally I was literally on the edge of my seat as they were opening the fucking envelope. And as they said, Parasite, I literally jumped out of my seat and started cheering. And everyone else was like, not silent, but they were like, holy shit, Like we didn't expect this. And I feel like that's what a lot of people were thinking. But... If you've seen *Parasite*, it really is, genuinely is the best film of the year. I it's think um so good. I think *Joker* should have not been nominated. I think you could have replaced that with like *The Lighthouse* or *The Farewell*, or *Honey Boy*, or *Peanut Butter Falcon*, or any of those films. I think there are a ton of films better than *Joker* this year. But as a, *Parasite* won. That's what is. That's what's important. Bong Joon-ho ties Walt Disney for the most Oscars won by a single person. Good company. This is uh, Bong Joon-ho's world, and we're just living in it. (laughs) Boom Gang. Now, if this is your first time hearing of Bong Joon-ho, watch, I guess, his most accessible film for a Western audience, uh, is Snowpiercer. Chris Evans is in that. That's a wonderful movie.
1: So good. It's one of my favorite movies ever.
0: If you want to get into his more Korean films, you have Memories of Murder, which is arguably his best movie. You have Mother, which is another great film. Okja is another film uh, made for Western audiences. Even though I... Personally, that's my least favorite of his movies. That is a Netflix film. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. So is Paul Dano. It's Mm. a good film. It's just my least favorite. Definitely look into his work if if you're a fan of film. Bang Joon-ho is a fantastic, fantastic director. Super wholesome. And... I'm glad he won. I'm glad Parasite won cuz honestly truly it really did deserve it in my opinion.
1: Yeah, man. This guy this guy is such a great filmmaker. It, it, like what you said earlier, um the uh, one movie that I totally agree with that, that people should go see is Snowpiercer. Um if you want to you know start watching more of his filmography, um Snowpiercer like I said is one of my favorite movies ever. I think Chris Evans is like that's like one of his best performances as an actor. And, um, it's kind of a great cast and I'm so, I'm just so happy that Parasite won, man. I'm so, so happy that Parasite won. Same. Um, now, you know what I, you, I, I didn't even think about that you mentioned a second ago was that Peanut Butter Falcon got snubbed like for a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. I think it was too small of an indie film.
1: That's, that's disappointing. Cause I, I think that it would, uh, I definitely think it's a better movie than Joker. Um,
0: Bro, you literally give Joker a 5 out of
1: 5. I know, but I love Peanut Butter Falcon. That's, like, one of my favorite movies of the year. And I think... Okay, I changed that 5 out of 5. I think you I gave, also like, gave a Endgame 4 a five or something. Out of five. Yeah, but Endgame... Okay, this is what I want to explain to you. I gave Endgame a 5 out of a 5 because... Not because of the movie itself. I'm not... If I had to give the movie by itself a rating, I'd probably give, like, a 3.5 Um but i, I i'm reading it a five out of five because of the conclusion of the three phases that marvel has developed i thought it was a perfect like final chapter and i'm putting quotation marks in my hands <clears throat> um for it being a five out of five you know what i mean that's that's mm-hmm. the only reason why i gave it. and the emotional reaction that i got from it that's the only reason why i gave it a five out of five i loved everything about that movie but mm-hmm. okay. I, I do think that um it's so like off topic but i do think that peanut butter falcon is a better movie than joker and it should have gotten nominated for something
0: mm, okay fair yeah. enough
1: have you seen that movie
0: peanut butter falcon yeah i still have not seen it yet unfortunately
1: definitely check that out and whoever's listening to this it's it's um it's a movie with shia labeouf it's it's a super powerful movie it's, it is a very indie movie if you watch it you get that vibe but it's uh it's so powerful and so so good so well acted everything about it I love that movie I think I have it like in my if I have a, I gotta pull up my list of like my top movies of the year but I think it's like number six or seven um I love it man it's so good should definitely should have been nominated for something but going back to what we were talking about Parasite winning totally totally agree with it I'm um, I I screamed like not screamed, but like I was like <gasps> when it won you know.
0: Yeah, I, I fucking cheered.
1: It was so... I'm just... I'm, I'm very happy that it won, man. Like, the, the, the right movie won this year.
0: Absolutely. So, that pretty much concludes our, our 92nd Academy Awards review episode. Uh, pretty good Oscars. So, uh, you know, in total. Some cringe moments. You know, like that whole Cats thing. Dude, you um, know what I was thinking about
1: with that? Like... To win your award, to have them not uh, hand you your Oscar in their little cap cat outfit, isn't that a little disrespectful? You know, just, for the,
0: uh, it's just cringe, bro. Like it, kinda, it's very
1: I, cringe, but it's disrespectful to the to the winner. I, I forgot what award they were giving out for when they did that. But if you're winning an award and you're handing me the award in that in that awful outfit for based off an awful movie like that, like you know how pissed I would be.
0: Yeah, it, it is pretty whack. Uh, that was pretty cringe. There were some pretty cringe uh, comedy sections. Um, but whatever. Like I, All in all, I think I thought the ceremony was good. I think it works better without a host. I really do hope that they keep that um, trend going. Second year without a host now. Did you like so the I,
1: Oscars when, when Ellen hosted? Because I, I thought that's like one of the best hosted Oscars that I've ever seen.
0: I think it works better without a host. Although I have uh, been reading online... Like a a really common idea is to have the Muppets host one year. That'd be cool. I think that would be incredible if like the Muppets host the Oscars next year, but I don't think it'll happen. But um, all in all, I thought it was a pretty good a pretty good ceremony. I think for the most part, the right films won, especially Parasite. Glad Parasite won. And yeah, so looking forward to next year's Oscars and seeing what films come out this year that could possibly contend. But you yeah, know, it's gonna
1: be it's gonna be an interesting one next year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's a pretty big lack of um, like big exciting films coming out at the end of the year. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So that pretty much wraps up this episode. Stay tuned because we have our gentlemen, Bad Boys uh, Birds of Prey episode coming in the next couple of days also. We just wanted to get this out there before then. And we apologize for the delay on this episode. But you guys are listening to it now and that's what's important. Um, thank you guys for listening Uh, catch you guys later